it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome, friends, to the Michelob Ultra Studios. It is the Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, The Plowhawk, and Action Jackson, and Doug Jackson's in studio. I saw him sitting over there. Hello, Jackson. Hey, Doug. How are you? Iggy Fine. is uh, out uh, on a uh, day off today. Scheduled day off for the Megan Meyer Foundation Golf Tournament. Uh, it's always important to address where people are because the audience is predisposed to just assume people have been fired. <laughs> <laughs> one industry. <laughs> that is. Miss one day. Can't take a day off <laughs> without being fired or it just flat out being complained about. Uh, Doug, what is the lead today? You tell me. Oh, uh, it, uh, probably the first NFL Sunday. Of wow, the year. somebody's lost their sports Sunday touch. Is this over over the Cardinals? The Mizzou. Somebody's lost their Tiger Board touch. <laughs> uh, let's see, Iggy's golf tournament. That's the lead. The MMF. Okay. All right. Uh, no, it's the Fight Tigers. No, I don't think that's even in doubt, isn't it? Oh, probably not. Probably not. It was a big to sports, but yeah, I think that's when the most eye-popping local news. Well, I couldn't watch it again, so... No! I, couldn't watch it again. Nope. Nope. Uh, James Carlton said he was going to share with us his code for YouTube TV, and I went to YouTube TV, and there was a code right there waiting for him. Nice. So I punched in that code. Oh, thank you. Thank Woo. you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimbo. <laughs> punched in the code and said, oh, you owe us $72.99. So, well, nope, sorry. Whoop, nope, uh-uh. Not ha- doing it. Four household can use YouTube TV on one yeah, account. That is correct. I yes. bounced around, and I fought it for you know that very well. 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then I realized I, I don't want it this bad. I Forget it. I won't watch. The interface is really nice, though. I, I love YouTube TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> waiting. That's from the birthday hawk. What does that mean? Waiting for something. I don't know. Maybe we were supposed to wish him happy. Missouri. Oh, his birthday hawk. <laughs> Let me see if uh, we'll go back in the birthday um, hawks. Waiting. Oh. Um, has the mic's been turned on. Are we not on? YouTube been turned on. We are on uh, Playmakers. <laughs> don't say Playmaker. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Well, thanks, James Carlton, for uh, giving Doug your YouTube uh, code. Unfortunately, it didn't work. James Carlton, no. maybe he'll give you yours at uh, carltoninsurance.net. 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. He's my insurance agent. He's the Plowhawks insurance agent. And he's the sponsor of the Colonel, who will be uh, with us coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Doug, uh, last week, I think I brought this up. I know I brought it up on Balloon Party. I think I brought it up here on TMA. The Colonel's... Uh, writer for Power Mizzou who covers the football team, Gerard Hamilton, made the prediction that Missouri would win that game 20-17. to 17. Oh. And as you might expect, it didn't play well with the Missouri fans. <laughs> so people are mad that someone made a prediction. <laughs> and, then, and then he was right on target. <laughs> right. I mean, he was within a handful of points of calling out the score. And he gave his reasoning. He said, this is who they are, this is what the offense is, and this is what the offense is going to be under Brady Cook. And this offensive line is not as improved as it was hyped to be, just like there was no quarterback competition. And so this is what you've got. 
And if indeed that is the case, then what you've got is problems. And what I've got is a lot of gratitude that I didn't strap $10,000 to Jackson as my <laughs> drug mule when he went out to Circus Sportsbook because uh, that would that would be something I would probably short right now on the over-under 6.5. Yeah. For the record, K-State only a 4.5-point favorite. That piques my curiosity. That piques my curiosity. At the same time... I think a lot of people were lured in by Alabama, only minus seven against Texas. We saw how that played out Saturday night in Tuscaloosa. But on the other side of the coin, Colorado was only a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Nebraska, and we saw how that one Mm -hmm. played out. Well, right now I'd say if if Mizzou can come within four points of Kansas State, I would consider that a bit of a moral victory because I don't don't think that they will based on what we've seen so Mm -hmm. far. Truman down. Yeah, Truman not well, not completely down. They are t- they are two and zero. Oh, I guess big picture they, they they did win them, not very impressively, but they did win. I, I was boots on the ground in Columbia. Dog, you oh, like that? Oh, yeah. you, go down, you went down there with uh, oatmeal. No, no. Uh, one of my best friends in the whole world. He lives down there. Who's that? Uh, my boy Mark. It's his birthday today. My oh, boy just a guy, Mark. Mark. The, the guy Who's this? Just he doesn't shows have a funny up. nickname. <laughs> you uh, got been, a lot of good friends, Playmaker. <laughs> he's been like my <laughs> closest. Thank you. My closest friend since we were like seven or eight years old. Uh, it's his birthday today, so shout out to him. But I went. To, he's like, I got an extra ticket if you want to come down. I was like, eh, night game, why not? Uh, and the energy was sick. <laughs> How was it? I mean, the place was full, but they were not excited when. Uh, no. When, especially in the, I think it was the fourth quarter with like 10 minutes to go, drink didn't go for fourth and one, and uh, the crowd let him hear it. The crowd. Well, the one in the first half or the one in the second half? Second half. The second half was yeah. the one. That's where that's where the colonel lost it. The yeah. colonel wrote his whole column based on that. Yeah. Where were they? they at the, no, 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 Middle Tennessee State, 44-yard line, oh, he... 13 points up, fourth and one. And, and he punted. And he punted. Yeah, I believe well, that's a good sound. aggressive play. That's that's believing in your club. Let's see. Oh, here it is. Uh, Soundbite number one, Plow. Oh, good. Hit the lever, Plow. Uh, the only one that I recall would be the fourth and one to start the fourth quarter, up 13, ball at midfield. So the up 13, punt the ball. Our defense has been playing pretty good defense. Um, you know, up 13 if they're if they've got to go. Uh, 83 yards because I think the ball went on the 17, which they did, but their chances of scoring are a lot less than at the 50, so I think that's the right play every time. Mm. Uh, Colonel writes, uh, let's get two things straight. He's not in the mood. (laughs) (laughs) First, Drinkwitz defended the decision after the game, and what he said makes some sense. Second, this isn't second-guessing. I didn't like the decision when it was made, and I don't like it two hours later. Uh, With that said... What Drinkwitz said isn't way out there. He's right. It's harder to score from 83 yards than 56, but I didn't like it. You know what's harder than going 83 yards to score? Scoring when you don't have the ball. There were 10 minutes left in the game when the Blue Raiders took possession. If you can get two feet, you're going to bleed at least another couple minutes off that. Even if you don't get points out of it, you've knocked another two minutes off the the clock, and Middle Tennessee State has to score two touchdowns in the final nine minutes to beat you. Worst case scenario, you don't get two feet, and they take over at the 44. Uh, I agree with them, not necessarily because I believe Missouri would have gotten that yard. You'd like to think so, but having confidence in this Missouri offense hasn't exactly been an easy thing to do for the last two years and two games, more because I think if you can't get two feet or can't protect the 13-point lead in the final ten minutes against a team that got run off the field by Alabama the week before, then the likelihood you're going to play for anything meaningful later in the season isn't all that high anyway. Uh, that is Gabe Bjarman on Power Mizzou, and he will join us. Brought to you by James Carlton at about 9 o'clock today on TMA. Yeah, I, I think anytime you do something where the other team goes, oh, good, <laughs> it's probably the wrong thing. Because I'm sure Middle Tennessee was hoping Missouri wasn't going to go for it on fourth and one. I'm sure they were very, very happy to see them give them the ball back. The thing that's interesting to me is here we are in year four, and the quarterback is a Barry Odom recruit, and the running backs are transfer portal guys. And the offensive line, which was hyped to be improved, along with the wide receiver depth, you had three guys catch passes in the offensive line, porous against Middle Tennessee State. So that isn't really indicative of a guy who can run a wonderful offense. But the Blue Raiders had their ears pinned back. Oh! And they put their hands in the dirt to start with and pinned their ears back. Okay, I withdraw. 
It looked like they got their uniforms out of the back of the East Bay catalog. It was brutal. Uh-oh, Man. bad uniform alert? Well, it's just like this is a team that Mizzou shouldn't be in within a four. Like when Brady Cook had that safety, it was like, oh, no, now they're now the whole game has changed, mm. and they have to play way differently. Like this should be a situation where you get some backups in. But the offense is so weak. Like it is so weak. What makes you say that? Everything. Mm. Uh, <laughs> fourth and, and I, th- I think he doesn't go in fourth and one because what play do you run outside of Brady Cook scrambling like crazy? They don't seem to have a big back. They can get the tough yards between Nathaniel the Pete had a great first half and then didn't touch the ball in the second half. But he know. and Schrader are both small guys. Yeah. Pete's a little bit bigger. Schrader is smaller. I'd but almost that's... like to see Cook as a part-time running back and see what Horn can do at quarterback. They've been successful. <laughs> That'd be interesting. They've been successful with small running backs before. Tyler Beatty was going crazy, and he's smaller than yeah, They, they could put up big numbers, but there's times you just need one yard. You just need one big old broad-shouldered country boy. How about a quick slant to, to lose their burden? plow it up the middle. Like, Mike Martz used to run the quick slants. That would work. Like that would like you have Luther Burden and Theo Weiss, two speedsters with great hands. Why not run that play Dude, once? How far does Luther- Brady Cook hit his seven iron? Nice one, pale boy. That's in the South City, South City Hoosier fishing out of Doug Jackson's seven iron. I mean, this is a man with a hole in one three weeks ago. Yeah, but only hits a seven iron 130, 140. See, this is what this is what big Columbia news wants you to do. They want you to look at my seven iron and oh, not the fact that it's Brady- called big Columbia big news. Journal. Yeah, big, big, big journal. Yeah, big big journal. They want you to look at my seven iron and not the fact that Brady Cook mm. can't throw it 25 yards. Because, I mean, it's brutal. It's brutal how boring the pass plays are. Mm-hmm. And it's so but is that a, is that all on the quarterback? No, or is no. It on the a lot's on the offensive line. A lot's on the coordinator. But I think there is an element of he either is bad at reading defenses or just doesn't have the arm strength because I want to say 50% of the time he drops back, he's scrambling. And it's either throwing it away or getting three yards in a yeah. cloud of dust. Uh, the, they did go deep twice. Uh, didn't hit Luther Bird in the first half. Yeah. Did hit him. On a ball that was slightly underthrown, but Burden was able to come back and get it in the second half, and uh, and certainly Brady Cook's performance is at the center of many Missouri fans, as is the case when you have a quarterback. But I would say Drinkwitz is number one. Here's uh, Eli Drinkwitz on Brady Cook's performance. Yeah. Well, we got into a rhythm there. I think we had three straight possessions where we scored. Um, I actually thought he was throwing the ball pretty well. He was having a little bit of issue with protections early. Um, you know, we were seven for 13 on third down. He was 14 of 19 with two touchdowns. I, I thought he did a, a really nice job throwing the ball. Oh boy! I mean, the the playbook. <laughs> I don't know who to blame it. Games. Who do you blame it though? Like, I'm a Brady Cook guy, but I think Sam Horn probably needs to play at this point. But does it even matter? Well, I mean, how do you how do you execute that though? Because yeah. you're not going to play him. You said you were going to play him the first two games. Can't play him against K State. And I don't imagine that he's going to put him out there against K State. And whether one believes Eli Drinkwitz or doesn't, and I think at this point most people don't necessarily give him a whole lot of credibility, uh, you would have to, I think, believe Chase Daniel, who was in camp with him and said Brady Cook was clearly the guy. So I don't know what was going on in camp, but there's Chase Daniel, and I don't think he's got any vested interest in Brady Cook or Sam Horn. So I don't know what the situation is with Sam Horn. Uh, we saw one great throw against South Dakota, but as far as what goes on in practice and camp, nobody can see anything. Everything's locked down, yeah. as is the case with the vast majority of programs, for the record. This isn't a Missouri thing. Well, if you don't have time to throw, it's hard to be an effective passer. Yeah. It's just they all look about the same when they're flat on their back. Yeah. And even a talented NFL quarterback is going to struggle if he's always running for his life. Yeah, you look at a guy like Caleb Williams, who's so impressive, but he also can just kind of step around back there, and yeah. it's it's certainly different than when Brady Cook drops back. But then you got to change offensively to to counteract that with quick throws, quick plays to get the ball to your playmakers. So often it's like these long developing plays where it just nothing is ever going to work out. So Mr. Uh, Mr. Licks is going after everybody on the day. This is more oh, no. that's a shame. Uh, quote, the offense is so weak, end quote, says the guy who raved about the receiving core and quarterback all offseason. Mizzou sucks. Hey. Get it through your head. This game result should surprise no one. That's from Mr. Licks. And then he comes mm. back with, quote, I'm a Brady Cook guy, but Sam Horn needs to play after two games. Plowsy's already changed his take. That's from Mr. Licks, and he's loaded for Bears. Oh, I, I, I didn't really get to finish my point. My Not point was that that even matter because like it looks like a high school playbook like 
Luther Burden should touch the ball 25 times, and I'm not kidding because he's like the only one that can actually make plays or has shown that he can make plays. Well, and I, I also never – sorry to interrupt no, you, Colin, no, you but could. I was never on the court. I was not a Brady Cook. The receiving core I still believe is outstanding. I think you put that – any college program, they'd be happy with Luther Byrne and Theo Weiss and Makai Miller and Mookie Cooper. But when you don't have a quarterback or a play-calling ability to utilize them, what's it going to look like? An offensive line. You know, yeah, that's So much thing. goes back to the offensive line. Uh, I don't know what this – we didn't talk about this. Hey, Mark, happy birthday. Now bend over and you better bite down hard because, man, hey. the boys are coming in hot and heavy and you won't be sitting on that birthday hole for a month, oh. you little bitch. Hey. That's from the recovering alcoholic from Belleville. Gosh, this she's guy, out of control very, very so, early. He is so aggressive with Jackson and his friends, but Let's, so submissive with me and Michael Wellington. Mark 6'6", six, six, 220 pounds, played college basketball, so I don't know if there's going to be a lot of dressing them up like a pig or something. Recovering alcoholic from Belleville just got himself he's gone. suspended. He's, he's gone. Suspended a period of two days' time, and his name right now has gone into the suspension log yield. Among it ass is our 7 o'clock hour sponsor. Say you need a whip, perfect. Go to stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com or call or text the secret number, which is 314-252-0029. It allows you to communicate directly with the wonderful people at Munganess. That's Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganess. 314-252-0029. And even if you didn't get your car from Munganess, get your car serviced at Munganess. It's Munganess St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. And how about this? You might be observing the wonderful hashtag merch. Let's see who's wearing merch. Being the Plowhawker wearing... Oh. Uh, Plowhawk's got the TMA retro hoodie. That's a sharp-looking hoodie. It's so warm and comfy. Is it cozy? It's a little chilly this morning, Doug. It's not I need chilly. It. Oh, it absolutely is chilly. I call it winter white. And I do like that. And I have the uh, brand-new Some People Like... Things? Is that what it says? Some people some like people things. Some people like things. Well, now you have a shirt. Some people yeah. like so I can just read from it. And some people don't like other <laughs> things, which producer Joe coined about eight years ago. And it was such an eye-opening statement. Now mm-hmm. I live by it. Uh, this brand-new T-shirt along with the Plowhawks hoodie and T-shirt, uh, either are available in hoodies or T-shirts, available for you at tmastlshop.com, and you get an automatic 10% off at checkout. No promo code needed. tmastlshop.com. Some people like things, and some people don't like other, other things. Mm-hmm. I believe that's what producer Joe said mm-hmm. uh, in his address at the Berlin Wall. He spoke after Mark Hanna did. Uh, he did, if, yeah, if, the if, two great communicators. If, if, memory, if memory serves. Uh, TMASTLshop.com, everything 10% off, plus previous merch, along with the brand new stuff. Uh, I look forward to the Mizzou pity party every Monday. I hope this program never fires Drinkwitz. He is nonstop comedy. That's from mm. Jenny, oh, female listener, but her last name is Talia. Italian, yeah. It's Italian, that's correct. I'm not a Mizzou guy, and they suck, but give me six points all day, boys. And he just took Missouri plus six. Now the, the line's up to six? Oh, boy. Wow, it's moved quickly. Alan Dadeville says it opened up at three and a half. Opened up at one. For sure opened up at one. Oh, that's right. We were talking about it last week. Yeah, for sure. So it's gone from one to six. <laughs> Alan Dadeville says the K-State line opened up at three, the freest of free money. Shout out to Gabe's post-game YouTube chat, too. That place was a pony Saturday night. That's Alan Dadeville. I was watching it. Uh, so hot. I mean, this is what you, this is what happens. Just uh, look into the future, God, boys. I feel so bad. For Being me. together for 15 years. What do you do on a Saturday night at 10:30? You lie in bed and you watch Gabe on YouTube. Mm. It is hot. I was about to say, is there a better after the oh, it's, it's erotic. So hot. Mid Missouri college football. And so I'm talk. sitting there and I'm just, you know, there's there's silence while who knows what was on. I wasn't watching on the television because I was watching the Colonel on my laptop. And, uh, you know, every about 40 seconds or so, I would just giggle. Oh, would you? <laughs> and my wife goes, so this is, this is what you do. You watch, and then either Gabe says something that you find mildly amusing or one of, one of the listeners comes in and asks him to take his shirt off or, <laughs> you know, asks him if he's a wolf or something like that. Was well, there I mean, some of that on Saturday? Oh, yeah. my God, the uh, whole, the whole Look, chat. I agree. This live does suck. <laughs> this was not the plan, man. I'm with you. We're just doing what we can. <laughs> said something on set. Do we have any of the Colonel's audio? I should have requested I, it, Jackson. I, I'm sorry. I looked through some of it, and it just Oh, seemed, that was great. It, was, it seems like there was desperation going on. He goes... 
I lost my train of thought. Oh, what does it matter anyway? <laughs> <laughs> kind of Bob Euchre in Major League. He just was resigned. <laughs> and they won. Like, that's the thing. They are 2-0. and Well, he's the one who said about Gerard Hamilton's prediction that if that's what happens, he's going to stay off the site for four days. And then, sure enough, it's essentially what wound up happening. Hmm. Now watch them go out and beat Kansas State. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I guess they could. Uh-oh. Well, I just it Uh-oh. seems like Mizzou has like, especially against Middle Tennessee State, and to an extent South Dakota, like this, this like real soft approach to beginning. Like when you look at last year, the best game that they've maybe played in Drinkwitz's era here at Mizzou was against Georgia. And what did they do in the beginning of the Georgia game? They punched them in the mouth. They caused problems defensively, and they went forward offensively. In their ears back? To an extent, they certainly had a wide base. And yeah. now it's like, oh, we're going to feel them out, and we're going to run these run plays, and we're going to load the box, and load. then they're going to run it to the outside like everyone would have seen in the entire stadium, and they almost score. Like, it, they just don't punch anybody in the mouth. It's so soft at the beginning. Is it possible that they're holding some of the playbook back for when the schedule gets tougher? I don't Th- think that. Thinking that they is. would roll over the first two opponents and not have to show much? It would be beautiful meta. I just don't think it's the case because that game got real. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that got re- It was real in the first half. I was uh, at a birthday party uh, on, on Saturday, and so I didn't get a chance to watch the first quarter, and then I popped it up on my phone and it was like 3 nothing in the second quarter or something. I go, oh, boy, this is going to be a situation. Yeah. And then I got home and watched the entire second half, and I thought, what in the world is the situation here? How can this be the case? And I told the Plowhawk, I texted the Plowhawk, I said, first thing I did when I got home, went to the Plowhawk's Twitter feed just to see what kind of activity there was, was there some- and he immediately started... What, were you up at the Bellagio hanging out? I was at the Bellagio, and it's a setup, and there was a nice contingent of Alabama-Texas fans. There wasn't many people watching the Missouri game. I'll be, I'm not... <laughs> really? It's one of the shot, core problems. It isn't a shot. It just it was on one half of uh, the bar. The biggest screen was on the Texas-Alabama game, and the, um, and then they had the Cardinal game right next to that, and the Missouri game went behind me. And I didn't really realize at the time how close it was. You know, I was eating my... Fried mushrooms, and you know, kind of nice. eating my nachos. Did you go oh, burger? This is the village inn. Uh, oh yeah, me and uh, yeah, right Madison. There, uh, Manchester. That's where you watched it. Yeah, we uh, split a burger, and it was. I mean, we just had. You split a before. hamburger? Well, we also had nachos, onion rings, wings. Nobody splits a hamburger. We wanted the burger though; it was so good. Nonetheless, like I didn't realize how close it was, and then we drove home. And that was when the Brady Cook somehow got a safety. That I didn't right. see that play. That was driving. Well, there was an offensive time. lineman who was absolutely blown up. <laughs> so I was. I thought the game was wrapped up at that point. Then I had a couple of fun tweets, and then it was real when I did see the safety. I was like, "Oh boy!" Yeah, gone, is... gone. Cruton popped gone. up in the truck. Yeah, I, I swear, if someone who didn't know you were to look at your Twitter, they would not think you're an Illinois fan. One hundred percent. The Illinois game on Friday night, no coverage, and the Mizzou's <laughs> game, about eight tweets. <laughs> but Illinois is always about the same. You get five to seven wins, right? And it's nothing. I love Illinois, but I, I'm more of a basketball. I'll watch the football game, but there's no pizzazz there. I'll, I'll admit, I think that would be a barn burner with Illinois and Mizzou. Mm-hmm. I think Missouri has a better defense, so I think they'd end up winning. But So watching that Missouri game was much more entertaining than watching that. Hate watching. You're hate watching. <laughs> uh, I thought this was intriguing like from, uh, from Benjamin Hockman's column leading into the game. This is before the game. Uh, take it for what it's worth, because that extension that Eli Drinkwitz got last year, which was surprising uh, in November, uh, and I feel like it got more surprising for people outside of Missouri, like people in college football and the SEC. Uh, This is from Desiree Reed Francois, who did not hire Eli Drinkwitz. Uh, Quote, we're not going to accept mediocrity. We work really hard because we owe that to our state and we owe that to our student-athletes. That's the given in this equation, and we're determined. Make no mistake about it. We belong in the SEC, and we're going to stay true to our core values. And we hire people with high character, low ego, nice. <laughs> high outcome, and energy. Yeah, make no mistake about it. We're not here for a participation trophy. And I immediately thought of the gif that KG and O-Town created of... Drinkwitz running around like Jim Valvano following the sixth win against Arkansas last year that made them a bowl-eligible team. Uh, and uh, and then also I didn't know if the low ego 
high outcome thing was directed at anybody <laughs> in particular. Because Dennis Gates strikes me as somebody right. who would be in Fits the... Fits that bill. Right. Mm -hmm. but, uh, well, you had to that. pay him $6 million because you couldn't risk him getting away. <laughs> well, I, I didn't get that at the time. $6 million. No one did. But the, the belief is, and I don't know if, you know if this thing does go off the rails and he loses his job... Um, that I, I wonder if someday you'll have, well, now Dave Matter works for the university, uh, but uh, Gabe, I guess, would be the person, write a column on the details of how that extension took place. Mm -hmm. My understanding is it was not a Desiree Reed Francois production. It was, in particular, one specific member of the Board of Curators who's no longer uh, in the position that uh, they were in when the deal was done last November. So... Well, he's got to be, I'm sure he's the highest paid state employee, but it's yeah. got to be by $5 million or so. Can there be any other state employees making a million? I would imagine the professors at the at the journalism school, just because of the importance of turning out people to hold up their phones. And Well, why don't we go get jobs there? If you're running camo, you're making a million, 1.25 with bonuses. I think it's 1.25. Gates would probably be the second highest state employee. But he probably, oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably right. Uh, KG and O Town has issued a statement. Alabama, LSU, Texas AM, and Florida would love to be 2 0. I'm tired of drink, not getting any credit. Mizzou money line this Saturday. Get your shark fins out. That's from KG and O Town. Oh, they really do play that shark music before kickoffs. Really? Oh, that gets you fired up? That's so crazy. Were you swaying? Did so, you lock arms? Are so, you off the trumpets now? It's, no, I'm so in. I'm, I di I'm digging further in. I think wow. that they, are, they are electric. I don't care. It's, yeah. it's the feeling. They omit. That's why I like them. I don't care about they're not original or it's played out. It gets me going. It gets me going to watch Mizzou play the softest coverage I've ever seen on third down. But the tie that, well, to be fair, Mill Tennessee State had a six foot six, 260 pound wide receiver that they were working with. He was sick. But this, all receivers should be tall like that. Here you go, Alley Oop got it first down. Right. But then you have speed guys. I mean, we saw what Tyreek Hill did yesterday. So there's a little bit of both. Yeah. It's easier to find tall basketball players who you could right. lob the ball up to. Uh, guys, uh, Desiree makes one and a half million. That's from Lady Sonia's teacup. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, this pale is such a Mizzou simp that it makes Strode simping for that girl. He brought a racially insensitive shirt back from an island getaway. Look mm. like a man. That's from Nathan from the East Side of Old. I've done nothing but criticize Mizzou. You're a up simp a, up until this point. <laughs> I went to the game. You I like was, the trumpets. Yeah. I love the trumpets, but I, I went to the game. I went out there. I wanted to feel the energy. It was a lot of people there. How many people were there? I think Gabe's had 59,000. Really? Yeah. It felt like it. There was plenty of uh, night game, I guess, helps, but. Yeah. They're getting steamrolled by K-State. The line should hey. be Mizzou plus 15. Oh. Jackson, you're delusional. It's from Mr. Licks. What have, I, what have I said today that would make you think that I'm, like, excited for what Mizzou can do against Kansas State? <laughs> They can't. I don't know if they can score enough to even be in the game. I'm going to continue to say this throughout the week, not because I'm making some prediction, so I want to make that crystal clear, but the fact that the line is as low as it is intrigues me. Again, though, at about, I don't know what time did Colorado-Nebraska kick off, 11 o'clock, yeah. it got to a point where I'm like, I'm just so certain that this is going to be a blowout that I, I bet it. Um, and sometimes the the, the fans inside, so to speak, have a better idea than Las Vegas. Uh, one of my best wins was the one where Larry Smith's wife, Doug, were going back to the late 90s here, yeah. uh, berated the players when they were down, she I think, 66. And she went down on the sideline and yelled at them uh, for not playing harder. And I think K-State was a, you know, I don't know, whatever, let's call it a 20-point favorite, and they lost 66 to nothing. So sometimes fans have a better feel for a team than Las Vegas does. At the same time, transparency, I haven't seen a snap of Kansas State football. I just know that, you know, they're the 15th-ranked team in the country, and uh, I haven't been impressed by, in particular, Missouri's offense. I mean, that's, that's what this is about. I also just think, I think it says a lot about the way that Eli Drinkwitz feels about his team, that if at fourth and two feet... From the opponent's 44, and this isn't Georgia, that you are punting. Yeah. That's – that you can't get two feet? It's, that's crazy. Like, it was so and crazy. And the boo. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were boos. Oh, yeah, that I, was audible I, I, on the broadcast. I joined in. 
I and if you go, like a champ. If you go for it and don't make it, nobody's mad at you. No. Nobody's upset or no. second guessing. They'll say, "Yeah, you played to win." I I just don't. You get put it. confidence in your guys. Also, still got a kicker situation. Yeah. Our boy missed a, a point after. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh god, like we're struggling to score in this game, and now Harrison Mevis is missing point afters. That is a real, real concern. So he's evident. missed three in two games yes. total. Yes. And it's evident that. Like, this team is going to be in a lot of close games, and three points or one point are going to mean a lot. And if you don't have a guy who you're always confident with, that's a real problem. It's not yeah. something that could just be solved overnight, you know? He's got the yips. Boy, I worry about that. Yeah. Um, what else is it? You know, he's physically he's, got the yips. Yeah, there have been some questionable protections on these. Mm-hmm. Questionable snaps. And Drink, which is the, uh, the special teams guy. Uh, <laughs> he coaches that too. That's sackass. <laughs> Can't forget about the special teams. So, yeah, Doug. Uh, some people <laughs> don't forget about the special teams. <laughs> Pale gapes for Truman. It's pathetic. That's from Truman. I'm sorry. Hey, I'll be the simp. It's time to put drinks jock down. That's from Big Tough. Doug, do you think Saban punts on fourth and one from the opposite 44? Drinks a cuck. Take Saban's name out your damn mouth, KG. That's from Uncle Cucker. Well, KG makes the point that they're 2-0 and and a lot of great teams aren't, but they haven't played anybody. I mean, he schedule doesn't... I think he was doing some satire. I think he was doing a sketch or a bit. If you play a bunch of Cupcakes, yeah, you could go twelve and zero. Do you think Alabama? Okay, play? do you think Alabama's undefeated if they play South Dakota instead of Texas because they both played Middle Tennessee? No, South Dakota probably takes her measure. I Thank think you. they went thirty-eight ten. Right, in Alabama, in Tuscaloosa. They're used to an atmosphere like that. So, I just man, so LSU looks like they're out for blood too. I know they're playing donors as well, but. I feel like they're trying to get back into that conversation after a week one loss. Hey, they control their own destiny. I mean, even Alabama controls their own destiny, I think, if you win the SEC. The thing that's intriguing to me at the moment is I'm not sure if the SEC outside of Georgia is that great. And I guess, you know, what do we know about Georgia? They've played butt asses themselves. But the SEC has had some games against uh, Power 5 schools. Florida lost to Utah. Alabama lost to Texas. LSU lost to Florida State. A&M lost to... A&M lost to Miami. South Carolina lost to North. South Carolina lost to North Carolina. And Mississippi State in Starkville. Oh, you say Starkville. I don't. I went to overtime, and uh, courtesy of what was a borderline spot in overtime, was able to vanquish the Wildcats of Arizona, and I don't think they're necessarily a great team. So my point being, I'm not sure the SEC is what the SEC has been the, 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 the conference that is the biggest story is the Pac-12, not just because it's going away, but because of, I mean, the biggest story in college football is Deion Sanders. Yeah. It just is. It just has to be. Right. And they get Colorado State this week. They'll have college game day this week. I feel like they might have missed that one unless they're planning on going back. Then they go to Oregon, and then they host USC. Can you imagine if USC, with what they do offensively, with yeah. the defending Heisman Trophy winner, uh, is undefeated going into Boulder, I mean, that'll be, who would have thought awesome. that is the game? And that's in September. Or unless, unless, unless Missouri Vanderbilt They won is. one game yeah, right. last year. Like, that's Colorado, insane. But, but Oregon's pretty good. Well, that's may, what I'm saying. They, yeah, they may have a tough it, time. Yeah, Oregon. going there. That's going to be... I don't. I, it was so odd to me that that spread was low. And then if that were the NFL, I would have been betting Nebraska all day long because yeah. that's how the NFL works. But with college, I'm just like, this is, I just think they're in a different world. And it's, you know, Nebraska's just not going to be able to score many points. They're going to try to slow it down, but they're only going to be able to do so much. And they were able to for the first half. I watched that. But in the second half, Colorado really could have won that game by even even more. Yeah. And USC's offense is otherworldly with Caleb Williams. Ooh. Georgia gets South Carolina this weekend. Florida State's up to three in the country. Quinn Ewers in, in Texas goes in and dominates. I mean, they dominated Alabama. They, beat the they hell out dominated of them. Alabama. They beat the hell out of them. So, and then you still got Ohio State and Michigan lurking. Doug, uh, what I'm saying is maybe this isn't the SEC's year. And if it is, somebody's going to have to knock Georgia because I just don't know if the SEC's got the depth that it has in the past. You know, Tennessee I... was dicking around with. Austin P. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> they were tied Kentucky there was for a while. dicking around with Eastern Kentucky. 
uh, at one point so far this season. I love the lane train, man. I think this year with the SEC kind of down, they do go to Tuscaloosa, but they play LSU at home, and obviously they play Georgia, but their schedule sets up to where, you know, they get Alabama maybe on a downturn, you know, depending on how that turns out, and you got LSU, which I think they match up favorably well. Georgia, maybe not so much, but that could be a sneaky SEC West team if it's not your typical Alabama and, you know, potentially Georgia as well. Uh, the Loomster uh, is not happy with the discussion. Every great team has a clunker. See Georgia versus Missouri last year. They won. That's all that matters. That's from the Loomster. Uh, so somebody comparing... posted that on Power Mizzou yesterday, and the colonel said it was one of the worst takes of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a difference between Georgia going into an SEC environment and, and not playing great but still getting a win, and then Missouri at home, like, edging out a win against Middle Tennessee. There's a clear difference in those two. Ole Miss was up four with 4.30 left against Tulane and their backup quarterback. Ole Miss has zero defense. It's from the 3-1-4. I mean, I, I, don't, I mean, they beat Tulane. They were ra- Tulane was ranked at the time. I mean, they played a butt-ass in Mercer, but they allowed seven points. So I don't know how you judge a defense that's allowed 27 points in two games. What's that giant pastry in your hand? Mm, oh, it's yeah. a maple long, John. Nice. Very but nice. But they played Georgia Tech, who's decent, and then obviously back-to-back Alabama LSU. That's... You you beat the, you yeah. win those games. I mean, you're in the top eight, top five. It, I think it's too early to dismiss Alabama because oh, they'll, they'll find a way to get back. That's the thing about these non-conference games. It's a great thing to do because if you win them, it can be the tiebreaker to get you into the yeah. playoff. And if you lose them, you still go out and you win your conference, and you can you can be right back in the spot. Uh, Doug, either way, the showdown with LSU and that uh, debutante from mm-hmm. Little Southern <laughs> Bell uh, is still in play because Missouri, I still think, will be undefeated going into that game. Oh, you do. Um, and uh, and Brian Kelly, uh, maybe it'll be one loss. He's going to have his hands full. He's got Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Arkansas between now and then. Chris Long, uh, who's Jackson's <laughs> hero, uh, said he wouldn't uh, go to LSU if he were recruited on his podcast. Here's what he had to Why? say. If I was going to recommit to a school today, because we do Uh-oh. this intermittently, We've named two of them today. Tulane would be up there, and so would NC State. I think NC LSU's State's off the gonna... list because they got blown out the other night. I mean, yeah, Brian Kelly. I'm not playing for Brian Kelly. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not going to have me on that that twist and circle doing a f- white guy dance with Brian Kelly. Oh. Uh, no, I don't do that stuff. I just play ball. <laughs> How's that, how that backfiring? I thought that was wonderful. If you're 17 years old, have a 63-year-old gentleman grinding on you at, mm. on social media. And he committed up. like to another school like the next week. Yep. Like, it wasn't even like... That was the last Stanford yeah. Steve teed him up real nicely on that one. <laughs> well, with LSU, you probably play for that tradition and that stadium as much as... Yeah, the stadium, the coach, fans... I mean, Baton Rouge would be fun to play. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's just a fun place. Yeah. yeah. Plowboy, didn't Middle Tennessee beat Miami last year? That's from the 314. I don't know. what. Why isn't that directed at me? Yeah, that's a good, that's a that, good point. Why, I mean, why that my, be because you're trashing the Tigers while you're eating a long jump. I mean, the Tigers <laughs> trashed themselves by sneaking out a win at home. I think everybody on the dais has already said that. I don't know why that's directed at me. Yeah. Miami and Texas A&M might have been one of the back games I watched all weekend, too. Miami could be back. That'd be mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, that that was that yeah, was that good. was the one I think that uh, unless I'm missing an obvious one, which I very well may be, uh, that result is I'm sure in College Station oh they're God. having a conversation about the Jimbo Fisher buyout situation after getting run like that. In He's Miami. got like the biggest buyout in the country. Yes. I think it's like yeah. 50 million or so. Yeah. And I mean, so you lose like that, and you still have to go through the SEC West schedule. That is going to be a uh, tester. If you are playing for LSU, it's for the ass. That's some big old fan. No. Like I mean, there's Brian a... Kelly's ass. Yeah, oh. that's what you're gonna see on the recruiting trail. Oh, God, you're this... not gonna see it. <laughs> the spinning thing. I didn't get that either. That would make me dizzy. Cause the player had like full gear on. Uh, Brian Kelly was literally on him. I oh, just, you like, don't want I vertigo. Mean... I can tell you that. I just imagine like the iPhone that they're playing the music off of. Like playing <laughs> outtakes because they do that all in post. I assume. So I imagine so awkward. I couldn't even imagine. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about like the ride home. You know, like with a parent <laughs> or with his like boys. It's like, what did you think of the head coach? Man, and I ain't coming here. I'm actually. <laughs> he made me dance. <laughs> 
Chapman did a little eye thing yeah. at the camera. He eye heft. Uh, they're going to beat K-State. They're going to come to the Dome with the best fans in college football mm. going crazy and whoop Memphis. Vandy may as well not even make the trip. They're going to Vandy's. Right. It's going to be tough. They're going to be undefeated against LSU, and I'm keeping receipts. That's from KG at O-Town. How about that? Dougie's keeping the receipts on this I mean, LSU's offense is tough to – I mean, I know Missouri prides himself on defense. That's just a spread offense with a running quarterback. That's tough to stop for anybody. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, I got a chance to see the Dome, Doug. I went from uh, the Ascension, which I went to with my son on Satter's bit, and uh, then drove to my uh, brother's house on the south side. I was trying to think, what's the best way to get to South City you can't get From there. Norwood. You can't get there that way. And I thought I got. I went. I think seventy through downtown, forty-four west. Yeah, I, that I think play. that. I think that's the best play. I do sometimes seventy. And you can. There's a way to get through Kings Highway. That's how I usually would do it. You could go seventy to one seventy south to, to forty. Yeah, yeah. For my for my neighborhood, the play is Arsenal. Um, anyway, uh, got a chance to drive past that dome. God, it looks good, and that is. <laughs> That is going to be oh, rocking. The Can't aesthetics wait. on the outside. Oh, bling I, I guess I hadn't seen it in a while. I don't get a chance to get downtown as much as I'd like. And, and in uh, that area. <laughs> wow. Because sometimes I know people from like Huntley will just like drive up and down 70 in between the airport and downtown. Just oh, to, <laughs> just to take in the scene. You think you're in... Colorado Mountains or something. Therapeutic. You're in Boulder, Doug. Yeah. So I hadn't had a chance to make that, that ride and uh, yeah, when I saw that, I go, "That's mm-hmm. where, that's where the Tigers are taking on the Tigers here in a couple of weeks." Right. Son, take a look. <laughs> even take people, a look at this. Even people from Memphis are from like. <laughs> you get chills just driving by it, thinking, right. "Boy, that'd be a wonderful warehouse." All the history. Yeah, no, no exactly. Uh, KG is spot on. Uh, Mizzou will beat K State. The Loomster, Doug. If you want to bet a money line, I guess he's taking action. Well. I'm going into it with the idea that they can. Nice. Nice take. But, like, that did do not I, sound but do I, Come on, Pale. Have a little bit more confidence. <laughs> do I believe in it? Like, not with this current offensive line. Not I the enjoy the line situation. That's what I'm going to focus on to try to get me through this. Yeah. But Kansas State has, I mean, put up numbers at least against the two butt asses they played. You know, Mizzou hasn't scored, I guess, the, the 35 that they scored against uh, South Dakota is what they're bringing in. Yeah. I don't know. It could be the game that really kind of defines the season. It's a pivot point. Where it's, yeah, we really are pretty good. We're 3-0. and oh, yeah, It hasn't yeah, always been pretty, but here we go. Yeah, or it's, be oh, my God, we're just going to be the same old yes. five or six wins. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you can't have another six-win season. Not with the schedule. Not with the team because they are loaded at wide receiver. Their defense, a lot of it came back. Like, I, I just feel like if you don't win seven or eight – you got to cut bait. You know, you, you pay the yes. minimal buyout. It's still a SEC job. I, I think you can find a coach that's willing to, you know, do a little bit more work on the offensive side than Drinkwoods. Guys, the Missouri basketball team has a better chance of beating K-State at football than the football team does. That's from oh. Danny Tanner. I don't know. It, yeah, you could put some tough receivers out there. Nick Honor at sure. QB. I was there. It was a debacle. I spent the second half at Fieldhouse and was openly rooting for Middle Tennessee State with Plowboy. My LSU, Memphis, South Carolina, and Florida tickets are all available, Doug. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. He gave up. And I have a showdown with him on Friday. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
the players involved have been told to bring a certain amount of money. My Venmo is where all my money is. And uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's at his home track. And as you know, the rough is penal there. Is that what you say about I the rough? I don't know. It's so there. damn penal. It I is penal. Well, penal is that. the day is long. Yeah. Got to be good off the tee, Doug. You got to be good off the tee because yeah. it's, it's going to be very tough to gur from the rough. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, good luck to you. South Dakota shut out St. Thomas Aquinas 24 to nothing. So there, yeah. that's from Steve yeah. in Wildwood. And he is a, a chairman. Yeah. Boost uh, up that record. The uh, road to a championship goes through St. Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> I'm not used to this. Someone needs to derail the topic with the story about how great they are. That's from Chairman mm. Stephen Wild when mm. he is coming after Ken when Ken is at the MMF, the right. Megan Meyer Foundation mm-hmm. uh, golf tournament. And the hit and giggle benefits the Megan Meyer Foundation. It's brought to you by Michelob Ultra, and you can register for it at tmastl.com. It is Friday, October 6th. At Family Golf and Learning Center, your $55 ticket will include nine holes, beer from Michelob Ultra, and lunch or dinner, depending on your tea time. Uh, tea times will be at uh, 10 o'clock a.m. and 3 p.m. It's Friday, October 6th. The weather should be glorious, and we'll be gambling. Boy, I was on that short game area. The last three days I've been at Family Golf and Learning Center, as a matter of fact. Just getting working, trying to trying to be peaking for this showdown with the Warson Woods Wacko and his compadre. And seeing if I can, seeing if I can survive the uh, the gauntlet in is that Webster? Is Algonquin Webster? Uh, probably. Maybe, like would it be Glendale? It's Glendale, Glendale, Glendale no or good? Webster? No, it's in Oakland. It's in Oakland? Is it really? I don't no, think I don't it's know. in Oakland. No, I don't think it's in Oakland. I think it's closer to forty-four. Uh, Family Gosh. Golf and Learning Center is online at familygolfonline.com. Boy, I'll tell you what. Conditions are absolutely beautiful there. That short game area is absolutely glorious. And the uh, turf to hit uh, balls off prime. It's like a PGA Tour driving range, what they have done there at Family Golf and Learning Center as far as the balls and the turf that you are hitting off of. It's Family Golf and Learning Center. The par three is where we're having our event on October 6th. Family Golf with a bunch of great instructors. Trackman, where Iggy will be able to see if he can hit a tee shot 230 yards. And you have a milkshake and 10 yeah. grand on that? That's what the deal is, a milkshake and 10 I'd grand. almost be willing to bet 10 grand. You feel that confident? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd short it. But who knows? Maybe he gets a hold of one. I'm on the over. You're on the over. I'm on the over. I think he can. You have been a sharp on all of these TMA challenges. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think he can do it. Two thirty. I've seen him hit two thirty. I've seen the him. issue is the ball like does that though. Yeah, and I'm nervous that he hasn't played in a while, so that cut is going to be. Doug, uh, he's got a shoulder. Yeah, yeah, he's got a built-in excuse there. <laughs> uh, Family Golf and Learning Center. That is uh, where we will be, and that is a wonderful sponsor here on TMA. Uh, text in three one four eight eight one TMA five EDF group text inbox. Email in for our design air heating and cooling email today. The September standings are as follows: JV Golf Coach leads with two, Shooter McGavin with one, Buck Swope with one, and the Tinky Monster <laughs> with one. Uh, those are your standings for the design air heating and cooling email of the day. Gabe will join us at nine oh five. That is presented to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Open up your TMA mobile app and enter keyword BREWS to win a four-pack of tickets to Blues and Brews Friday evening, September 22nd at the Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Uh, get fired up for the blues season at this outdoor street party featuring live music from country music star Chris Lane and local blues, blues mu- musician Marquise Knox. Tickets are on sale now for Blues and Brews, presented by Bud Light, 92.3 WIL and 101 ESPN. You can win those tickets by opening up the TMASTL app and entering the keyword Brews. So there you go. Uh, the uh, tickets we gave away for Guns N' Roses, Doug, uh, no good because they canceled the show. Did they ever give a reason? I know they he was sick and missed another show, right? Who's that? A- Axel, oh, somebody. Axel Rose. Yeah, I think I think he was the guy that had been sick. And then there was people thinking that they didn't sell enough tickets, so they shut it down. I, can you even do that? I wonder if you could legally even do that. I think you'd have to do it further in advance. Probably, because they probably signed contracts that they're not gonna. I would imagine pull I mean, out unless yeah, you just certain. Have, yeah, forfeit money. I was. Yeah. Know. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was with that, but. I heard that the stage went up and the stage went down. Ah, yes. Ah, yes, stage. Stage, yeah. It's tough. Disappointing for a lot of people. Certainly. 
Certainly. Saturday, it was a wonderful evening in mm-hmm. St. Louis. The weather couldn't have been better. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, just it's been glorious. Oh, it's been, yeah. So, like, the for the game on Saturday night, perfect. Absolutely perfect. How late in the season do you think you could hold an outdoor concert? It, uh, mid no, late October can be brutal here. Mid October is when it, or late October is when it gets. Just, I mean, think about all the Cardinal playoff runs yeah. and how incredible it is in the first week during the NLDS or Wild Card Series as it is now. Yeah. Uh, and then what it's like for the World Series, you know, totally yeah, different it's, world. It's not near as pleasant, but I wonder how it would affect him affect him playing the music. I mean, you could have heaters up there by the stage if you did yeah. to. I, don't, I think that would, it would be the crowd that you're more worried about than the performers. Yeah. You can figure that out because they play when it's hot. And you're hot. Nice. Who nice. Is that? Who is that designed to? Whoever wants it. Ooh, huh. bad boys. Oh, Pale's feeling a little randy. <laughs> uh, it is our uh, Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly morning after and you are welcome to be a friend of the feather and get involved anytime you would like uh engine joe's cave ride magic man says the mizzou atmosphere was pathetic me and my neighbor richie didn't hook up with a couple of horny dudes until 10 p.m oh it took that long yeah usually it's uh loomster is a mizzou denialist this team hasn't been good for 10 years and there's no evidence that's going to change anytime soon that's from the hunchback of on castle mm. uh mr siders i met mr siders did you really? Yeah, at, uh, at the Ascension. Yeah, I saw Mr. Siders. I saw uh, Hale Irwin, Nancy Lopez, Craig Berube was there, The Wizard, Steve Ott, Chris Pronger. It was perfect. Great crowd, great yeah. setting. Steve Flesh, Doug, went out and sent the course record, and he ships it. 62. Uh, Michael Wellington, yeah. I followed around Wellington and Tim O'Neill, and uh, saw Tim Birdie number nine, about a 35-foot putt. Had some problems on number 18 on Saturday. Double bogeyed that and uh, kind of took himself out. But uh, I don't think anybody was going to catch Steve Flesh with uh, shooting a 62 with his son on his bag. So tip of the cap to everybody at Ascension. That was a first-class event. And I think anybody who went there had to enjoy it because of the conditions and uh, the way they set that up. And Jackson and I will be playing that course today. Yes, sir. We're playing with Matt Blassie, who won the... Uh, Classy Freddie Blassie? I don't know if there's a relationship or not. Huh. Uh, he won the uh, TMA app contest, 2,700 entries. Matt Blassie is the lucky winner who's going to get a chance to watch what has been described as a ball-striking clinic today oh. at Norwood Hills. Classy Matty Blassie. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Jackson, are you going to show off your 7-iron because you get a lot of... A lot of hell from the 101 listeners in particular about your distance. Yeah, I think I might have to charge for anyone asking what club I hit on a certain ball because, like, it's so personal. Yeah, Jackson won't answer sometimes. I'm not, I'm not doing it to uh, no, haze you. I'm trying to figure it out for myself. Why wouldn't you answer? Because uh, it's embarrassing at some points. Like, oh, boy, yeah, I played on Friday, and there was a couple times where I was absolutely no, where'd you ball strike? humbled. Uh, my buddy, luckily. Mark? No, no. I don't know if I'm going to get this guy's name out. Oh, wow. Well, because oh, I don't wow. know of a proper nickname. Classy, uh, Maddie Blassie? Wow, Drake. What's Drake? <laughs> yeah. well, we might as well have been uh, ball striker, this guy. But uh, I got to play Old Hickory on Friday. And uh, a couple times I was humbled. <laughs> I was humbled in the distance department. If you think you're using too much club to satisfy other people, you just say, I'm just going to hit an easy 7-iron. Right, right, right. While I'm muscling a 5. Yeah, you're swinging with all you got, but you say, I'm just going to hit an easy 7-iron. <laughs> yeah, I could just scratch out all the numbers and put, like, low, like, my 9-iron is, like, now, like, my... Oh, yeah. Uh, my, yeah, bend those My 56-degree is, yeah, is probably stickers. my 9-iron. There's probably stickers you could put on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like change, like putting just like a Rolls Royce ornament on your Honda. Right. Guys, make sure you do a nice club twirl after you shank the ball into the woods. That's from <laughs> Gummy. Uh, it was an incredible tournament. The course was beautiful. That's from the six three six. Yeah, the greens. The players were raving about it, and the greens are absolutely lightning. Uh, so uh, that is going to be enjoyable to get a chance to play that. Uh, this afternoon, uh, Stephen Wild wants to know who wants to play tomorrow around two to three p.m. Doug, uh, that's for you. No. Where is he playing? Oh, Steve, where are you playing? See if Cletus can pave my way. <laughs> Good call bringing Jackson so you don't have to ride in the same carp as this rando simp. Oh, Some big saggers. Matt Blassie taking a... That's unfortunate. 
He's a Rambo simp. A <laughs> Rando simp. Yeah. Hey, Tim, did Welly give you my wife's butt plug remote back? Oh. He was supposed to get that to you on number 16. That's from the recovery alcoholic. alcoholic from Belva. You've already been suspended. Now the charges have been trebled. Now you've been suspended a period of six days' time. No. No, I don't think it would feel I believe good. number 16 is the one that Iggy drove on the car path with his vehicle. God. Yeah. How I, did that even happen? So it's actually funny because I pulled out thinking I could go that back route, and I saw the course, and I was like, oh, boy, I am about to drive on the course. I backed it up, turned around. Iggy just yeah. said, ah, I guess this narrow-ass <laughs> little drove cement right down the looks like a road. And then ro- imagine if you're playing in a tournament. And there's some, a guy driving a vehicle. Red sedans <laughs> comes driving up the 16th. Uh, First, he couldn't feral. find his car where we parked. Uh, we parked right next to each other. And yeah, on the way back, I, I, yeah, he was just wandering the park. He had no <laughs> idea where we were. I almost put out a silver alert. <laughs> and then instead of the parking lot, he drove right in the in the cart path. Uh, while at the Mizzou game this weekend, my daughter kept telling us about a pale boy that was sitting in the student section and kept crying during the football game. The oh. giveaway was when he put on the Darth Vader laser hair replacement helmet. <laughs> Did you wear the helmet there? I wasn't in the student section. It wouldn't go over well in the student section. I wasn't in the student if section. If you do it in the booster section, there'd be guys go, oh, yeah, I got one of those, too. I just didn't bring it. Right, yeah. No, that, no I sat next to the olds. The, the, I, I, was, I was, yes, I was sandwiched in between. It was me, my buddy, who was getting 6'6", six, six, and it's a little tight in those bleachers yeah. next to a pair of old folks. And they were asking me, you think if they... They get five wins that they're going to keep drink with. And I said, no. The fans are asking you that because they know you're on balloon party. I don't know. I guess, yeah, she could see the journalism. On that side of the stadium? Yeah, they could see That's the, balloon party they, territory. Just by the cut of my oh, jib, yeah. they knew I was in journalism. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, no, ma'am, I do not believe that they're going to be keeping a uh, old drink around if you the don't? season doesn't go well. Oh, I, will. I do. You think, he'll, you think he'll be around yes, next year? Yes, yes. I think we'll suffer through this for the length <laughs> of the contract. <laughs> oh, God, if I could mm-hmm. bet you on that. He won't be around in four years. I mean, it, whether he goes somewhere or he gets fired. Yeah, where is he going to go? Who's going to want it? I would put that shelf life hat. That's, that's what you're saying. Plowhawk, do you think he's the head coach next year? Who, drank? Yeah. I don't think so. He's Plowhawk short. Boy, I do. I thought, like, because I had high hopes, eight wins, you know, and that he certainly keep a job then um, and keep his recruit. I, I would worry about, you know, the recruits that they have in hand are not, you know, there yet. And so if this thing goes south too far, like, and you start losing recruits or losing that edge, I, that's when I think you got to cut bait, more so than just getting six games. I think what, winning what six games. What recruiting have they done to make you think that, yeah, this is, program's going to be a contender? I mean, being in the final two with Ryan Wingo, who I think is an absolute beast. I mean, Williams Nwari, or if I'm not saying that correct, Winary. I apologize. Winary, thank you so much. Um, I mean, he is a top 15 overall recruit. But they've recruited if, some top players in the past. It doesn't matter. I agree. Luther Burden, I, I'm just I, I'm just saying, like, if, if that goes south, then what a drink have. He can't call plays. He can't do pre- or post-game interviews. <laughs> I, I mean, all special he has team? is running Don't around and jumping around team. and jumping on people about 17-year-old committing a year prior <laughs> to them being there. Like, that's <laughs> what fans have to hold on to. Now, if no, you know, Nawari goes to... You know, Oklahoma, Wingo going to Texas. Now you're looking at a real problem. Uh, guys, the Mizzou olds are banty. <laughs> when I was Truman the Tiger, I sprayed the olds with my little fire hydrant instead of the student section, and letters were sent to get me kicked out of the university. Mm. That's from Buzz, Doug, and well, Buzz won the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month yeah, in I, June. I wouldn't think it's okay to spray people with a fire extinguisher, no. <laughs> Probably not. I think that yeah. might get that's, you thrown out of any school. To be chemical. honest, I would not be happy if I was nowhere. I was watching Mizzou <laughs> up six on Middle Tennessee, and then <laughs> Truman, Truman spray. Truman sprays me with water. Oh, yeah. I'm to Tiger Board, which is the place for the Mizzou Olds. Yeah. I mean, on Saturday night. Oh, it it's was a screenshot. Oh, was crazy. it was the greatest. Oh, yeah, I did screenshot it's and I posted wild, it on the man. fan page. So it was many. after the safety. Oh, it's outstanding. Yeah. They're all within minutes of each other, and all of them basically have the same headline. Like, it's either drank. And I like the one at the very top. I'd let him date my 14-year-old daughter or something like He'll never let that one down, especially yeah. if the worst this season that was unfortunate. could get. Guys, in four classes, this head coach hasn't found a quarterback or a running back he is willing to play. That's from the 314, and I kind of think that is one of the most damning things. That is quarterback, certainly. Running back, he's had Roundtree and Beatty. 
But he didn't recruit them. Right. That's, that's a big part. You're right. That's the they thing. got a four-star quarterback. He just never sees the field. Yeah, I don't but, know. But, you know, stars can be misleading. Gary Pinkle never had the five-star. Rarely the five-stars anyway. Right. But you look at all the best Mizzou teams of this century, <laughs> they all have had really solid quarterback play. And it has, that has not been a staple of Eli Drinkwitz, yeah. and that's a problem. Well, almost any good team's got a good quarterback. Sure. It's sure. Hard, hard to be good. But, uh, yeah, good I mean, there's examples of the opposite of that, but yeah, for the most part. Uh, we are in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates, and uh, the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship has been settled. Doug, you were there, and uh, what wound up taking place is a round for the ages. What did you see? I didn't go. I didn't see it. What? It's a Shishawali event in nature. What? Seriously? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Take a, this is what Sean Barnes sent me on Friday. He couldn't believe what he had witnessed. It went to overtime. Dogtown tie versus Kevin Roth, $2,500 on the line. Dogtown tie was uh, on a heater to start. And you wonder if Kevin Roth was nervous. I mean, with that kind of gallery, some people Could haven't well played been, in that kind yeah, of... There was no gallery. Call, excuse me? There was no one out there watching. Okay, was that superimposed on a green screen? Because what I saw, it looked like... Yeah, Doug's way off. The Ryder Cup. Uh, Dogtown Ty won the first three holes. And I'm sure Kevin Roth is thinking, well, this isn't going to happen. It's not my year. I'll focus on next year and just Mm -hmm. start getting working, just start practicing for next year. But then Kevin Roth works his way back to just one down through eight. Dogtown Ty then won the first two holes on the back, and now he's four up through 11. I mean, at this point, this thing's over. Just and I noticed him. a lot of people started to leave. You could see the traffic. No one left because no one was there to begin with. Private jet. Wait, you know how you can track that Drinks stuff. helicopter. Right. Yeah, it was circling. Oh. He was like, stick around. I want to see That's what happens the big here. big dot. We'll get to the U-High eventually. Look at me using mm. state funds to recruit a two-star. Kevin Roth, then birdie number 12. Doug, that's the one. Do you hit gap on that, or do you I hit pitch? I don't remember what the hole even looks like. Oh, it's about 115 yards, but the green depth can can challenge the players, and there's a variety of different uh, pin locations with a lot of water. Kevin birdies 12, and now he's three down. Then he wins 15. Then he wins 16. Then the players head to number 18. Kevin Roth is one down with $2,500 on the line. And Kevin Roth answers the bell. He wins 18, and we go to sudden death with no. the Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship on the line in front of however many people were None. there. Uh, and uh, and that's where Dogtown Ty ships it, and he wins it on the 19th hole to become the 2023 Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Champion okay. presented by Michelob Ultra. Do Unbelievable. I've, do I have to get another old sport coat out of my closet? Oh, yeah, that's right. Where is, is that, that one? Who's? I guess Chris Heck is wearing the one. I, they get to keep it, of course. Nice. I mean, dog, who did Dogtown tie? He be, beat be, be, Gee, right? That was his big yes, win. Yes, yes. See what that got to take. Doug, you want to look? Have you looked at Dogtown Ties? No, gin? I probably won't. Oh, well, I'll do it for I you. I had Gee winning the whole thing. I thought he Dogtown was Tie went out there and... Uh, fun to watch. Those are two guys who just really played well. And, uh, you know, hovering around that seven mark, that's a sweet spot. Oh, he doesn't come up in the, the gin app. That's not possible. Might be oh, here he is. He's been sandbagging. Yeah, I got him. I got him. Oh. Uh, he's at a 5.8 now. No, no, numbers aren't that glamorous. 85, 80. But he's got a few 70s in there. Yeah, yeah Dogtown Ty is your champion. Doug, uh, what would you like uh-huh. to say to him? Come get the trophy. It's taking up a lot of room here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how how fat a gentleman are you? I'll see if I have a sport coat that fits you that I haven't worn in 20 years. <laughs> what do you years. think? It's 38? Oh, 38. Long? Double porky. Probably. <laughs> That's what the sizes are yeah. now? Yeah. yeah. God. Double porky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll see if I have one. See if you've got, some, got something double-breasted for him. I may have a double-breasted suit of clothes. <laughs> uh, congrats, Dogtown Ty. You missed a great match, Doug. The place was packed. That's from Big Wasn't Pick Energy. Yeah. This is a big weekend for St. Louis sports. Kevin Roth beat Gee. That's from the Pope. Oh. Well, who did Dogtown Ty beat then? Um, Callahan? Ty Callahan? Look, it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's done. So we did it. About we it too got much. to the finish line. Dogtown <laughs> Ty said, I beat that Pink highlighter, Todd yeah. Gallagher. Oh, okay. Does he have well, to come here to get this trophy? He does. I right? thought Iggy was going to go out to it. 
Uh, yeah, he was supposed to go out there yesterday. Yeah. Right. When the, the tournament, I guess he literally couldn't because they played during the show on Friday, right? They played on Friday at like. <laughs> oh, early. did they? So I guess he couldn't have been out there. But okay. yeah, that was the idea. Uh, and he and he gets this big uh, tournament. Uh, yeah, that's right. And then we yeah. all autograph, and that's huge. It's true. <laughs> big for them. I won't sign. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now uh, the field will have to be set for next year. Some talk uh, about expanding it to 128. <laughs> Mm. Oh, mm. would well, be good for the course, I guess. Morning and afternoon flights. Oh wow! Mm. Can you imagine that? Yeah, no. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, who gets the advantage? Because the morning, the ball's not going <laughs> to fly as much, but there's probably less wind. You know, where does that advantage come in? Right. Yeah. Certainly things to think about. Right. <laughs> Send your emails in for those things to think about. Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Seth Goldcamp will take wonderful care of you. Anytime I start talking about Design Air, I go, you know, let me take a look at this. Let me take a look at this uh, forecast because I know the forecast has been glorious. Is it still glorious? Uh, oh, we got a rain chance today. Really? What? No, I guess later tonight, not during okay. the day. Overcast today. But, I mean, the temperatures are just Money. prime. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, it is absolutely prime. Uh, and so uh, get out and enjoy it. Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Seth Goldcamp, fourth generation, and they pride themselves on not upselling the customers and just saying, hey, here's the deal and we can take care of you. And that's what they do for so many of our listeners. And they do it quickly. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. Any questions, comments, and erotic stories you have for QFTA, send them in. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Uh, and uh, Jackson and I will do QFTA coming up this week. Can't do it today, though, no, no, no. because we're out there with Matt Blassie. Yep. Classy Matty Blassie. That's what they call him. <laughs> Ball striking clinic. Oh, is he a great player? I have no idea. Oh, okay. But the, there'll be a clinic out of our card, at least. Oh. Yeah. I mean, this is, a, this is a positive energy. Lightning fast greens, Jackson. Heads up. Good. I missed things short, so. Oh, is that your move? Yeah, get me to the hole, Norwood. Yeah, you will. I mean, those greens. That's how the pros like it, isn't it? Really fast. Oh, you better believe it. Mm-hmm. Consistent more than anything, I think they'd like. I played there, I guess, on range. Wednesday in the Pro-Am. Did I play on Wednesday? I don't know the days, too. Yeah, because Thursday we were out there. That's right, doing the show. Yeah. The show that went Great so smoothly. Show. Yeah. Actually, didn't. it went well. Have wow. we submitted that to the Marconi people yet? Hmm. Oh, Jackson's not over. <laughs> Dark days. <laughs> I think the good news there is that might be the show's last remote. Oh, that would be lovely. I think that's kind of the yeah. the breakthrough. <laughs> yeah, it's like th- this is what I've gotten was nervous could go wrong, and then it went wrong. So it was like, you know. There's just no point. Right. You know. Right. That's what I've always said. It's like the whole point, like we have all of this wonderful equipment in here. We can do the show basically flawlessly from here. Oh, yeah. And that's you take cool. it on the road, and everything is Why Delta? Up, up for snatch grabs. Snatch grabs. Uh, send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Uh, you can get the, the wares that the Plowhawk and I are wearing 10% off everything at TMASTLShop.com. I have the some people like things, mm-hmm. some people don't like other things. Producer Joe, right. uh, and he addressed uh, the crowds at the Berlin Wall with that statement. Plowhawk's got the TMA hoodie. All of these things are available in hoodies or T-shirts, and you can check them out 10% automatically off when you go to check out at TMASTLshop.com. Brand new shirts and hoodies coming out daily, including a war gerbil. Mm-hmm. War gerbil looks good, too, by the really way. Really good. Uh, so that'll be coming out, I believe, this week as well. TMASTLshop.com. Check out all of the wonderful things that are being created. Uh, in there, it is uh, wonderful. TMASTLshop.com, 10% off automatically, and you can get these wonderful shirts and hoodies. We'll take a commercial break, close out the Munganess St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.